You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I think that's exciting that you're doing it, but do you have any idea what you're doing? No, I have no idea whatsoever, and I'm, that's what I'm nervous about, because you know my tendency when I get nervous to, like, over-talk. Oh, that's, or... okay, number one, that is going to be a big rule. <laughs> Don't over-talk, but you will have to answer a lot of questions. There'll be, they'll have personal things. I'll walk you through it. Okay, because um, I, I actually, I feel, like, ridiculous doing this, but... I need your advice. Okay, well, you're going to have to... There's all kinds of stuff. There's a bunch of written tests, too, that you have to take. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so, of course. We are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, we've got uh, we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to. I, I need to... I'm really nervous for you. I'll say that. Well, we'll you stop. That does not make me feel any better. I just don't know if you... Oh, boy. The mental part of it. I don't know if you'll be able the to handle that. The mental part? Okay. You're making it seem like it's so much hard. Well, there's a lot to it that, that uh. I never discuss because I, I just I never want to scare people about it, but we'll get into it. Uh, before we talk about that, I do want to remind everybody, of course, to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link if you're going to be buying anything from Amazon for this holiday season. A lot of people are doing their holiday shopping, there. They they'll sure go are, on there Greg. and they'll, they'll buy things for people or themselves or whoever, uh, just uh, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com first and click on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page. It helps us out tremendously. Oh, my goodness. Yes. It does. <laughs> that, that just sounded weird. No, it does. I mean, yeah, I, I you, you said it so well. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know what. I was just trying to punctuate it. <laughs> I'm trying to act. Say that's, that's It's <laughs> not working out for you right now. Okay, let's, let's get into this. Sarah, why don't you tell everybody what it is that, uh, that is going on? All right. Well, you know, I'm always up for, like, new challenges, mm-hmm. and I ended up... Seeing this thing that somebody had posted about uh, perhaps auditioning for some sort of commercial thing. Mm-hmm. So I decided to throw my uh, my hat into the ring. <laughs> throw your and hat I'm into the ring. To, I'm throwing my hat into the ring. So yes, I am going to go on my first a- acting audition. Uh-huh. It's not acting. I mean, it's just like a, a line or two, I think. If, it, if No, that's if still acting, though. That still counts. Okay, so you're going in for an audition now. Can you say what this is for? No. Uh, is it a commercial? I think it's or, a commercial. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's a commercial. We can yeah. say commercial. It's a commercial. Okay. It's yeah. a commercial of some kind. All right. And so so you're going in to an actual actual audition, and you have never done this before. I have never done this before. Like, okay. I've, you know, I've been like an extra on, um, on like Portlandia before, and I've done like that some extras really work behind the scenes. <laughs> Whereas, you know, my, I was moving furniture for Portlandia. But yes, right. but this... I don't. Um, oh man, I'm I'm really actually nervous. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Have you done any kind of training? No. Oh I don't know. shit. Okay. I just vaguely know what it's about. <sighs> okay. And now, what is what is the role? Like, are you just playing? I, what can you tell us? Just so I, know I what don't to go know on? much. I, all okay. I know is that they were uh, that it's for a female. Okay. And and that's about it. And then so oh, I got. Yeah, and so I. I, So you've never been in like a hall, like when you go in there and you're you're waiting to audition. You've seen that in the movies. Oh man! Wait, is everyone really sitting out in the hall, like reading things out loud? Absolutely. No, they are. No, actually, I'm not kidding. Yeah, not kidding. That that, that really is true. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Whenever I see that in like TV shows or movies, I think when they're all like you know reading their lines, like I don't know what I'm going to do, Jerry. Well, most people aren't that douchey, but yeah, that does happen. It is. Everybody's going to be reading it. So here's the thing. 
boy, there's a lot to this. I, I need to walk you through everything, I guess. All right. When you show up for an audition for uh-huh. something like this, you're going to walk in there and there's going to be a lot of other people because you'll have your audition time, but there'll be people before you or after you probably auditioning for the same role and they're going to hate you. What? So Why when you walk in there, me? because you're in competition, you have to look at it this way. When you walk in there, those people are trying to take something away from you and, and vice versa. Like they're looking at you like you're, you're the competition. You're the problem. You're what's keeping them from getting the role that they want. And so when you go in there, the first thing you have to do is you kind of have to lay down, lay down the law. What, how do you lay down the law to a bunch okay. of strangers that you've never met? Well, the thing is, I you know, they're the going to audition too. Yeah. And, and you want them to understand, you know, that you're the best person in the room. I'm so when not you walk the in, best person in the room. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Okay. First of all, I need to change my mentality. Yeah. So you have to walk in there and you need to personally walk around and glare at each and every person in there. I'm not going to glare at anybody. And stand there and walk when you walk by them. So it'll be a big room. There'll be a bunch of chairs. You'll sign in. You'll have to take your picture. You'll have to slate. Do you know how to slate? No. I don't even know what that is. What is slating? Okay. You actually will have to do that uh, when you when you go to the audition part. Are these things expected? Like, I don't have yeah. an... A- no, it is. It is. Like, I'm supposed to know this. Okay, I'll get to that part for you. And but this isn't we, a joke, by the way. Like, I really, I, I just found out that I'm, that I have the chance to audition, and uh-huh. Greg is now actually just telling me this stuff. We haven't talked about this. Like, the, what's a slate? Okay, we'll get to the slate part of it. You do have you to You are making me kind of nervous. My stomach's kind of... Well, when you go in there, like I said, first thing you want to do is just glare at everybody else in there. I'm not going to glare at anybody. Like, walk by somebody and just, like, really, like, low whisper, just like, bitch. And something like that, you know, and walk by them. That's probably what you should do. I don't do that, but you you could get away with doing that. And then they'll be like, what? Did she just say that? And then they'll get them all nervous. And then maybe they'll mess up. Because the key is you want to get the role. Uh, so so that's the first thing. Intimidate okay. everyone. Don't talk to anyone. Don't, oh, don't, don't be overly friendly. Actually, don't overshare. You don't want to do that. People will get really annoyed if you do that. Well, no, I I'm know not you have a tendency overshare. to overshare. I don't and talk. do that. We've talked about this. I don't do that in group settings. I don't do that in group settings. It's just like one on one. If I get nervous and there's too much silence, <laughs> Mr. Jakey says a slate is when they ask you to remove your shirt. That's in the live chat. Oh Funemploymentradio.com slash live. I will say this is a this is a reputable place. Like this is something. <laughs> you Greg, told me where you're going. Greg I know. Knows what place it I is. know this place very well. Yeah. I've gone there for a lot of things. Yeah. So Greg knows it well. It isn't some. It it, it isn't. I. It's not some porn audition. It's anything. not, it's, but it's not going to be as glamorous as you might think it is. I don't know if it's... I don't know. I honestly have no... I, I am a blank slate about what uh-huh. I am anticipating. All that's going through my head is like all... Like, I just finished watching Master of None, Aziz Ansari's new show, where he plays a, an actor in New York. And I'm just like <laughs> okay. thinking through all of his things, like sitting in the room with like everyone else and like reading in front of uh-huh. everybody. Do you have lines? Uh, the, the, the assistant said that he was going to send me over some lines. Okay. Okay. Like oh my god! I've never practiced lines except for I think when I was like in sixth grade when I played um, Beth, the wife of Little John, in our stage production of. Don't bring that up when you go in there. Of Robin Hood. Do you have a headshot? No. Do you have a resume? No. You actually don't. I just thought about this. Yeah, that's one of the first things when you walk in they for did an ask audition. If I had an agent, and I'm like, no. <laughs> okay, so I mean. <sighs> You always have to have a headshot and a resume. That's like what you hand them. That's the standard currency to get into the audition. You you might need to print out some headshots. 
But they didn't say to bring headshots. I think, well, I mean, that's really weird if you're not going to have one. You're going to be really strange. You're going to be the annoying person that'll walk in there and not. Have how do you, a clue how does doing. one even print a headshot? Can I just take a picture of myself on my phone and like <laughs> put it on a piece of paper <laughs> and then write my name on the back? I mean, you have some, you have some shots that we've gotten before. I mean, I'm sure you can use one of those. Oh boy. Um, all right, so you you don't have that. That's going to be a problem when you walk in because you're going to sign in. They're going to ask for your headshot and, and all that stuff. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do when you don't have one. I've never I've never done that. So I don't know. You could be in trouble right from the but start. But I talked to the person and they didn't say they they didn't say that I they didn't say that I had to have a headshot. Well, yeah, it's noted in the chat. I hear D. Leonidas t- does great headshots. You've got one of those. You can print it out, I suppose, but you don't have it like set up. Oh boy. Okay, yeah, so Delia Notice Photography would be the place I should go for my headshot. I don't need headshots. I'm not an I'm not an actor. Well, just, you're going in there. You're going in there, and you're encroaching on these other actors who are working hard to get this. And now you're just like strolling in there, so they're not going to like you. Um, you will. Okay, so when you walk into an audition, you'll oh sign God. in. So you've already just told me a list of things that I don't have. Yeah, you don't and have I was, that. I was just nervous about the audition. Yeah, and now I have. The audition part's not even the main part. The main part is going in there in the room and then intimidating everyone. That's what you want to try to do. Uh, don't overshare. Don't talk to people. I won't talk Don't to be people. surprised if they do glare at you because they won't like you. Um, let's see. What else do you need to know? Uh, the, the other thing is, have you practiced, like, your voice? Like, let's go. Okay, so from the audition part. My I'm voice? walking you through everything. I practice my voice every day. We talk every day. I'm, wa- I'm, I'm going to walk you through everything. Okay, oh so you get God. in there. You don't have it. You don't have a headshot. You don't have a resume because you haven't done any acting. Well, I mean, I guess you could put Portlandia on there, something like that. Uh, I mean, yeah, that would I've be about the, it. That's. I was an extra a long, long time ago on that uh, on a movie. I don't. I, I think I probably got cut out. I don't. I never saw it. Called the Music Within. Oh yeah, yeah. I was. I was an extra in that too. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, Tim Riley was actually an extra uh-huh. in that as well yeah. uh, with that guy from Office Space, uh-huh. Ron Livingston. Uh, Ron Livingston. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I, I never saw it. I was a, I was a '70s protester. Oh wow! That was, that's. It. I was been... actually uh, working. I, that was when I was at KPSU, and I was broadcasting while they were filming right, right next to me. Mm. They kept telling us we had to be quiet, which made it really hard to do a radio show. But, so I was, I was broadcasting while they were filming at the station. There, uh, Ron Livingston and uh, and what's his name from. Also from Office Space, actually. The, uh, Bill Lumberg was there. Oh, oh that yeah. would have been cool. It was Lumberg and Ron Livingston. And I think I terrified Lumberg because I was walking down to the station, I remember, and he was ahead of me. And I was hurrying, and I was, like, right behind him. And I remember at one point he just looked around and, like, stared at me, terrified, because I think he thought I was following him. And then I realized <laughs> who it was. So then I did give him a weird look. I'm like, oh, uh, and then just followed him exactly. Oh, 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 my goodness. Oh, Lumberg. Lumberg's here. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's not a good enough thing to put on there, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about that. Okay, I was a. I was in a music video. <sighs> okay, I did act in it. I mean, right. I didn't talk. Okay, I was a. Uh, I was a madam. Oh, that's right. You're. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if anybody's, if no one's ever seen that, what is the name of the band? Uh, the band's name is Nicodemus, and the video is called "And It Becomes You." It's an amazing song, and they're a great <laughs> band. I honestly, I love this song. And we, I'm glad that I did because we had to listen to it like hundreds of times because during the- <laughs> There is a video out there. I forgot completely about that. Oh, we will yeah. post this at funemploymentradio.com on this episode, but there is a video of Sarah playing a madam with like Kelsey's in it, right? Kelsey's and- in it. Uh, my friend Sarah Moon is in it. It's, um, so basically it's like a, bra- it's like a brothel and um, 
uh, and we basically set up this house in North Portland. It was awesome. Okay, so absent a resume, you should just explain all of these things that you just said to the to the woman at the counter when you walk in there. Just like, so I was in a music video, and where I played, I played a madam, madam, and I had hookers. <laughs> yeah. I had lots of hookers, but it was like it was very classily themed. It was. It's a beautiful video. I'm super proud of it. No, I would, the video. The video is good. It's it's a good video. I'm just saying. Yes, just explain. And it I had to her. wear like this head wrap thing because my hair was all different colors, and it it, it didn't look like you know the proper uh-huh. time period. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Well, there is that. That's true. Uh, so we'll we'll post that at funemploymentradio.com on this episode after the after the show's over. Uh, okay, so that song gets stuck in my head too. Let's get back song. to this audition though, because you really have some serious things you have to think about here. Oh my god. Um, you're supposed to have some lines. You're probably going to want to work through those lines in a couple of different ways. Because they're not going to want to see the same thing. Well, my audition's on Monday, and he said he's going to send me the lines by Sunday. Oh, boy. Yeah. Which yeah. gives me no time because I'm doing, like, my 17 other jobs. Like, okay. Have you now considered, and- like, you can do it in your normal voice. What about, um, have you tried out any accents? Do you have any accents I'm that you can do? I'm not going to do any accents. What are you talking about? I'm nervous enough. I should, I'm going to be lucky enough to be able to even get out, like, my, uh, my American accent. I'm going to be so nervous. Okay, let's try. I'm going to give you a line. What? I'm just going to feed you a line. I'm not going to do it in an accent. And uh, okay, let me let me write something out here really quick. Uh, let's see. Uh, would you like? Um, All right. So Greg's writing out lines. Yeah. So I I'm getting the lines on Sunday, and then okay. my uh, so you don't know what the lines are going to be. Audition is Monday morning. The other thing is they could th- throw you and just completely change the lines. All right. I'm going to give you a line. You just have to read this back right now and act. <clears throat> All right, I haven't looked at it yet. Let me take a okay. sip of my coffee. Okay. All right, I'm acting. Can you give me like any kind of? Uh-huh. Okay, I'll give you the scene. I'll give you the scene. All right, so you're you're at a uh, you're at a, a little cafe. I'm at a cafe. You're the waitress. I'm a waitress. You're walking up to the uh, person who's sitting there that you've been serving. Sure. And the, the he's a little bit upset, but you want to try to comfort him and and say that you know you're there for him with this line. With your eyes, you want to say, hey, I'm friendly. I understand you're having problems. I'm sure everyone's going to really appreciate listening to me act with my eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but I mean, that's how it is. That, this is this is how the role will be. And then you want to say your line. And here's your line. Go ahead. Go. Hello. <laughs> Stop it. I can't do it. And you've He's already upset? failed. This is just me. He's upset. Yes. This is the and this is it and you're the waitress and you're walking over there and you're you understand he's upset but you want to ask him this question. Uh, would you like some extra butter with your biscuit? <laughs> From the top. <clears throat> Why do I have to say hello? That's like the weird hello. Would you like some extra? I don't. That's the say- line. You don't get to choose the lines. Oh they give you the lines. All right. Hello. Would you like some extra butter with your biscuit? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. There's that. Um, That's a horrible line. I don't think we're going to get that. Okay, try it. Uh, try it with a British accent. LA, would you like some butter for your biscuit? <laughs> Maybe you should just audition in a British accent. You the really don't time. want me to get this, do you? No, I do. <laughs> Fun employee where you can only have one actor. Come on, let's be honest. I'm not going to get it. But it's exciting to get to do it. Actually, I was excited. Never mind. Now I'm just terrified. <laughs> so, no, it wasn't. It's not exciting anymore. All right. So, so, so let's else? imagine. Right. Let's imagine you make it through the waiting room. So you wait. You're, you why would I not room. make it through the waiting room? Well, you don't have a headshot. You don't have a resume, and you don't know what you're doing. So let's get past those things, <laughs> and and pretend you make it into the audition. Now, remember, you're going to be sitting in that room for a while, uh, almost always. And I know where you're going. Almost every single time, 
you're going to be at least 15 to 20 minutes late, like past what your your call time is. Uh oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you he will run. It'll run late. Um. So you get in there. You get in the room. Now keep in mind, you're going to walk into a room. It's going to be a large. I know exactly what this room is that you're going into too. It's like painted, like a light gray, big uh, kind of sterile environment with a desk. There'll be a camera. You could have some director sitting in the back, depending on who it is. Um, there'll be like an assistant in there. There would not room. be that many people. There could be, yeah, yeah. I did the the uh, lottery one when I went there for one of those. They had like three different directors in the back, and some guy piped in via camera from like. Are you trying to like ruin this experience for I'm, me? I'm trying to get you prepared. That's seriously. There was there was it was all that, and there was some guy like remotely. In that kept having me do different things. I know the product of of which it, it is, and it's a pretty big product. Well, see, this could Shit. be a big thing. So, Shit. all right. Shit. Okay. Are you kidding me? I was excited. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. So you're walking in there without a, a headshot. Without no a headshot res- and, and no, no resume. resume. I've been an extra five times on Portlandia, and I was once in a music video. Yes, that is that is all you have. Don't tell anyone that. Um, so what do I say? So you're going to walk into the room. You know, they'll open the door. They'll be like, okay, uh, Sarah Dillon, you're next. And then you'll, you'll walk in there. Somebody will pass you, whoever just oh came Oh, my God. I can't do this. What is wrong with you? Why are you doing this to I'm me? getting you prepared Why for it. Why are you doing this I'm to me? I'm getting you prepared for what it is. So when you go into the audition, you're going like, to go into the room. Before we talked, I actually, like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, maybe. Like, I'm like, oh, oh. I'm not going to get it. But like a teeny, teeny, weeny, weeny little part of me was like, well, maybe I'll get it. Maybe I can do it. And that's just gone. That's gone. That's gone, 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 gone. There's the waiting room, and then you'll go into the actual audition room. Oh. So there's you're going to walk in there. Do you know what a mark is? No. Oh, yeah, the, to the tape on the ground. Yes, there will be tape on the ground. So you'll, you'll, you'll say, like, hey, I, how you doing? All right. You don't have a resume or headshot. That's weird. Um, come on up to the... Stop saying line. it's weird. <laughs> like, they're the ones that said that I should audition. So you'll, you'll, uh, you'll want to go to your mark. I mean, they picked me to audition. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, it said, and they're like, "All right, we were interested in you auditioning." Then, so I mean, if they're interested in me auditioning, then they, like they asked if I had an agent, and I said no. So I mean, like, isn't that okay? <sighs> That's just strange all around. It's not honest. strange all uh, around. Anyway. Not everybody is an actor, Greg. No. Okay, so so you so you go in there. Um, you're going to have to slate. Do you know how to do that? <sighs> I have to take my anxiety breathing. Hang on. No, you're not going to have time to do that. They're not going to wait for you to do your anxiety breathing. All right. Okay. No, you walk I don't know what room. a slate is. is. That the clicky thing is that the you walk in the room. There's the camera on you when you walk in. The uh, the casting uh, director is going to be right there, and he'll say, "All right, uh, go ahead to the, this is your mark right here. Go ahead. We're going to slate." Okay, you don't know what to do when you say that, do you? Slate, but I say check. <laughs> no. Okay. So this actually. Is I don't something. know what to do. I don't know what a slate is. Okay. Honestly, this is something. And Keelan is know. saying you're being a jerk. I'm, I'm not. I'm telling you how it is. And uh, honestly, I'm not even messing with you at this point. That's this is how it is. Keelan just said he just outlined like four reasons why Sarah was going to fail. What kind of friend is that? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you <laughs> when you slate, what they're going to do? It's they're going to they're going to film you. And you'll look right into the camera, whatever they say. Usually it's right into the camera. And you're going to need to say your name. It's usually your name and your agency. Oh, that's whenever, when I've had to record you doing things. You're like, Greg Nibbler, your agency. Uh-huh. Yep. Da, 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 da. Yeah. You always have to slate. So you'll have to do that. And then you'll probably have to turn to the side and do like a profile shot. And you'll do that stuff. And then he'll he'll set the scene for you. 
He'll set the scene like says, assuming you'll have something in that. Um, <laughs> you'll you'll he'll set the scene and he'll be like, okay. What's, I was just getting really excited too because thing. I'm like, if I get this role, a that would be awesome. B, mm-hmm. it's a significant chunk of change. Do they say what it is? Yes. What is it? Well, I'm not. I'm not going to say. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um. So. And the reason why you're, they need a lady, Greg. No, no, I know, yeah. I know. It's just a, a yeah. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Should I not have told you that? No, no, no. Okay. No, this is just it, the whole thing is. Str- it's strange. very strange. I yeah, know. It's I not know. normal. Um, how this is going coming about, but. Well, you know what? It's not, nor- and it's not going to work out because it is not normal. Because I'm not an actor, <laughs> and I'm not, just not going to get it until like the carrot is dangled. There's a dangling money carrot and like <laughs> an interesting experience carrot, and I'm just going to get there and be like, Bleh. no, you could get it. I'm, but I'm saying you do need to know these things. Like you're going to want to know that stuff. So slate, what do you do when you slate? Sarah Dillon representing myself. <laughs> now it sounds like you're going to like you're representing yourself at a court or something like that <laughs> in, in, in a lawsuit. Um, people in the chat. That's not. That's not the case. At no, all. it's not at it's all. It's not at it's, all. It's a very no, strange, I'm just saying. Greg knows a little bit behind the scenes. There's yeah. a little more to the story that I'm not talking about. That it's it's a strange situation. Yeah, it is. It is very yes. And I've never heard this of this for years. Yeah. kind of situation. Um, how this is coming about. So <laughs> it's, it's just odd. Uh, but I I mean so so you'll have to slate and then yeah they'll set the scene so for you. So do I just save my Sarah Dillon? I don't have. An I guess agent. I don't know. I don't know what to do without <laughs> without one. Unrepresented. Um, probably just say your name. Independently represented by myself. Mm, no, I don't think. I think that's too much. I think no representation. Mm, no, I would just say your name. I suppose just Sarah say your Dillon. name. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> don't add on. Don't add on. Um, don't do that. All right. Uh, so okay, you'll you'll have that. <laughs> Somebody said that I should represent you. Yeah, okay, okay, I can do that. You'll you'll. Oh my gosh, I'm so saying that. <laughs> uh, Sarah Dillon, Nibbler's acting agency. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird. Uh, that yeah. Um, okay, so. So you have to do that, and then yeah, they'll set the scene. And then you'll have to act it out. You'll have to. Act, you'll probably be acting alone. You'll have to pretend there's other people there. I mean, it is actually acting. So you're just you're just in like a concrete room, but you have to pretend whatever the scene is. So if the scene is, you know, what's your line? Hello, would you like some butter for your biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> so that could happen. He could ask you to improv, to improv some lines, like say what's natural. This could happen too. Because he'll probably do... Man, your biscuits look a little dry. Would you like some more butter for those? <laughs> All right. Yeah, see, that was that was good. So you'll probably have to do it like three times, I'm going to guess. You'll do one, and then he'll tell you what you're doing wrong, which that's how it is. He'll be like, okay, well, let's let's do it a different way. Let's do it this way. And uh, and then you'll act out the scene, and then you go back to your mark. Or you might have props. You might have props you have to use. Like uh, Mr. Jenkins recommending when I get to the end of my lines, I go and scene with some jazz hands. Yeah, you could do and that. And scene. Yeah, yeah, that'll probably that'll probably go over really well. Um, you'll need to, boy, I mean, just do honey whatever they is say. Also delicious on biscuits. Would don't you like some look, honey? don't look people in the eyes. Uh, don't do that. 
What? That's probably no. I'm just kidding. Okay. No. Uh, yeah, just do what they say. That's the main thing. Do what they say. Don't overshare and don't overdo it. I'm not gonna over. I can't overdo it. If anything, I'll underdo. Don't it. Don't ask like, everybody. Hi, how's it going? What are you doing? You know. I'm not gonna overshare. I'm not gonna talk to anybody. I'm gonna be nervous. But yeah, but that's when you overshare. No, it's not when I'm nervous. Nervous. Like this is nervous for me. Nervous. Like I'm nervous. <sighs> I'm nervous for you too. Um. That's being asked, is this for a Denny's commercial? No. <laughs> Greg was the one who wrote the buttered biscuits line. That's the one I'm just trying to work with. I don't I don't have any lines. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's being said in the chat, Greg is making this up just to scare Sarah. I'm actually not. That really is how it goes. Like, oh, taking away the joke, that I guess you'll be okay without a resume and headshot. Um, strange. But... You'll uh, the the actual audition part. That's true. You do walk into a room. You don't know how many people are going to be in there. That it could be I'll me be and like seven hundred people. Could be you it and just one person. Oh. Could just be you and and the guy. Stop. You could be acting with someone else. I don't know that what the scene is. You could they could bring you in in twos, where you're acting with another person, and you have to and you have to say your lines with the other person, and you'll probably have one where you have to improv something, uh, knowing this guy. Uh, he usually does one where he like completely throws throws you off. Sometimes they throw out the lines completely and give you different lines right on the spot. I feel like I'm gonna vomit. You just get you just gotta roll with the punches. <laughs> so that's auditioning. I mean, I'm <laughs> I get, I've never done it before, so I'm excited for a new experience. But I'm freaked out as fuck for a new experience. Oh man, do you think they'll turn me away if I don't have a headshot? Should I write to them and be like, hey, I don't have a head? I don't know. I don't know what you do in that situation. Honestly, I don't know. Um, All right, it's being suggested maybe I just put my face on a copier and use that as my edge. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have headshots that Delio and has made for us. Uh, that we, with the pictures, you just don't have them printed out, so you're going to need to get those printed out. Um, in all the free time that I have. Mm-hmm. Yes, in all your free time. You should, yeah, you should, probably should. So that's that's what it is. So what do you think? What, what, what kind of questions do you have? I'm not going to bring a photograph because you know what? I've never done this before. I wasn't asked to bring one and I'm not going to try and overdo something that I don't know. If they didn't tell me to bring one and the way that we've communicated so far, they haven't said something like, do you have like they asked if I had an agent and I said no. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. And they're like, all right, see you on see you on Monday. OK, so I'm not going to try and pretend to know what I'm doing. I mean, should I pretend I'd. Um, it feels weird to pretend to know what I'm doing. Well, do you want the job? I mean, I want the job, but yeah. they haven't specifically required... If, if they say, like, please bring a headshot and a resume, then of course I'll do that, but there are no requirements. Just like, all right, just show up at this particular time and we'll see you then. <sighs> well, okay, yeah, yeah go <sighs> try it your way. Um, but yeah, for the actual audition process, that is how it works. Okay, well, maybe I'll write the person and then see if I need to bring something. Yeah. Prob- that'd probably be a good oh idea. Oh, my God. All right, fine. <laughs> well, good news is I'm no longer excited. <laughs> I see. Wouldn't you rather... But this is this is how it works. I have to I have to bring you to reality. Now you can build yourself back up to where you'll be confident. Wouldn't you rather know now than just be having this sprung upon you? I mean, either way, you don't have a choice now because I already told you. All right, I'll bring a goddamn headshot. God damn it. Yep. What am I supposed to say? Like, I was an extra on Portlandia five times in a music video. Is that what I'm going to say? I don't know what you do for your for that part of it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what you put on a resume for, for this. I, maybe you don't need... Well, they need the resume because that's how they... I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you on that one. I guess I would just ask. All right, I'll ask. But the audition part, now you know what it's going to be when you walk in there. 
God. Could have a whole bunch of people just staring at you, waiting for you to say your biscuit line. Hello, would you like some extra butter with your biscuit? I've been practicing real hard. Would you like to hear my... (laughs) Would you like some butter with your biscuit? (laughs) That's very good. Well, there you go. Uh, someone in the chat was saying I only have one accent, and it's the worm from Labyrinth, and that is totally true. That is, yeah. Don't go that way. You should never go that way. Yeah, yep. would have gone that way, you would have gone straight to the castle, which is just infuriating. But again, I'm glad that she didn't go the right way, because then there wouldn't be the wonderful movie Labyrinth. See, again, this is something that you would probably overshare at this, uh, at this audition. Don't overshare. Don't overshare. That's all I can tell you. All right. Well, do you have anything else now? Do uh, something to distract me because I'm really well, fucking I do, freaked out now. I do, have, do you have any other questions? No, I don't have any other questions. Okay. Well, I do have something that I've kind of been saving here, and it's breaking news. Well, also, by the way, by the time we do the show on Monday, I'll have done the audition. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I'm doing know. it before the show. So, yeah. I mean, so we'll have a we'll have an immediate update. There'll be instant gratification yep. of how much I humiliate myself. Okay. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Oh, really, Greg? Will it be fine? Yeah. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> I mean, I, I know people think I'm making this up. I'm looking in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. That really is how it is. I mean, you I know. I figured that's how it's portrayed in movies and TV shows because that's exactly how it is. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. So all right. there you go. Um, all right. You're going to do great. You're going to do good. I'm forcing you to spend some time with me on Sunday to go over whatever my lines are because you need to now that you've broken me you need to help me rebuild <laughs> you need to rebuild Sarah because you know what you've broken Sarah and well, once yeah, I get I'm my lines you... no I don't give a shit what you're doing on Sunday you are helping me <laughs> you are helping me and you're going to help me improv some lines so when I get thrown to the wolves and he's just like I don't like those lines you make up something else for the situation then we're going to go over that too <sighs> All Actor right. Greg, you're all right. helping me. All right, all right, all right. I'll help you. I'll help you out. I'll take a fifteen percent fee. Oh my god! <laughs> all right, yes, I will. I will. I will help you. I will help you with what I can. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, can I do my breaking news now? What's your breaking news? I've got. I've got a breaking news story. Okay. What's well, it's about? breaking news from the last week. Okay. <sighs> Let's just say. We're still in the year of the Squatch. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Squatch! All right. Yes, it is year of the Squatch, as I said at the beginning of this year, 2015. And the rock and feces. No, that I did not say any of those things. Those, those were your things. Year of the Squatch, meaning we still have time left in this year for the absolute proof to come out, which I believe is going to happen. I believe is going to happen. So, here's what's going on right now, sir. Redding, California. There have been a rash of sightings of Sasquatch. A rash of squatches. A rash of squatches. So much so... I don't want to hear about that. They convened at the old city hall in Redding, nearly 150 people, to tell their stories of Sasquatch that they've seen around there. Uh, Finding Bigfoot came down there, uh, the the show from Animal Planet, and they're down there, they came down there and filmed it. We've got some actual 
tales from people. Uh, Bill said, I saw Bigfoot. I was facing the creature that was very well built, probably seven feet tall, and it started running on two legs. That was Bill's story. I believe Bill. I stand with Bill. We have Adele who said, up in the Marble Mountains, my church group found a Bigfoot nest, and then up on the ridge, they started seeing something walking along the ridge. They filmed it, and it's been known since then as the Marble Mountain footage of Bigfoot. That's Adele. Adele's a, Adele's a card. So Adele, she saw this. Um, RPG. Wait, what is this? Is that role-playing <laughs> sorry, games? No, no, I'm sorry. I just realized what this is. That's, that's the name of a person. RPG. They, they just go by those three initials. They're a cryptozoologist. Uh, they really like the short... They like the short names. It's there's Bobo R- the Squatch Hunter, and now there's RGP. R- RPG. RPG. RPG is a cryptozoologist. He has his own theory. He believes... They're a lost tribe. What? That's what he said. I don't know. I don't have anything else on that. R- but what RGP, I'm saying is... RGP thinks they're a lost tribe of squatches. R- RPG. 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 He's a cryptozoologist. And uh, yes, he believes... Oh, he's helping to host this the episode that's going to be on there. He thinks they're a lost tribe. So the, bo- the bottom line is this. Um, it appears there is going to be evidence of Sasquatch that's going to be found. Down in Redding, California. Oh, my gosh. So Year of the Squatch does stand. Be vigilant. Any second now. Be watching because you never know when the Sasquatch is going to appear. Always have your camera ready. Um, You know, don't engage them too much. But, uh, you know, you don't want to get too close. But you do want to get close enough to get footage. And even if you do get attacked, at least the footage would still be there if they were to eat you. That could happen. This time of year, they tend to be a little bit more aggressive. Oh. They're a little more aggressive in nature. Is it like uh, with moose with their mating season? Are they angry and horny? <laughs> That's so disturbing, <laughs> what you just said. That's what you Ew. guys kept saying the whole time in Alaska. You're like, stay away from the moose. Well, yeah, but I didn't say angry and horny. You said dumb, angry, and horny. I did not. Yes, s- you no, did. I never used that word. Ew. That's just creepy hearing you say that. Ugh. But yes, that's probably the case. There you go. That is a squatch one. <laughs> Horny squatches everywhere. Don't say that. There's something about that word I just don't like. It's a terrible word. Like some people don't like the word moist. I don't like that word. <laughs> it is a terrible, terrible word. It's a horrible word. It is. It's very... All right. Well, I'm. Uh... Ew. I can't unhear that now. What about that song? Um... Who sang that song? I'm not going to even repeat. We love you long time. Go ahead and sing it for us so we can know. No. Thank you for your compelling Squatch Watch, Greg. Yep. Glad to see that you are keeping Sasquatches up on your... Sasquatches are all around us. So glad you're keeping up on your cryptozoology news. Yep. Without you, we wouldn't have to pay attention to it. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Future actor. <laughs> I'm not. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Um, all right, so speaking of Sasquatches, a new study has come out, Greg. I, want this, I pulled this one particularly for you. Okay. You're going to learn something right now. All right. A new study has come out that has discovered that pseudo-profound bullshit acceptance is linked with a lower form of intelligence. What do you mean? And what they consider pseudo-profound bullshit 
are people who believe in supernatural and conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> who wrote this? And also the people who post that the pseudo profound bullshit of like the Marilyn Monroe, like if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Like oh, that yeah, kind of yeah. shit. Like that's pseudo profound bullshit. So between that and you know people who like believe in Sasquatches, that kind of stuff. So this happened in. I uh, dispute this. The study took place in Waterloo, Ontario, and a study by uh, Canadian researchers has has found that receptiveness to pseudo-profound bullshit is associated with lower intelligence <laughs> and belief in the supernatural. Well, University of Waterloo, sounds like a fanciful school, University of Waterloo, Ph.D., Gordon Pennycook, who previously co-authored a study that found the link between extensive uh, smartphone use and lowered intelligence. Oh, you you look at your phone a lot, too, don't you? What, is, what does that have to do with anything? I'm just saying just two separate studies. And it's because I'm seeking knowledge. I have an open mind. While well, he led a team of researchers from the university in a study titled The Reception and Detection of Pseudo-Profound Bullshit. Now, the study, which uses the word bullshit 200 times, gave an example of a pseudo-profound statement. Like one of those ones that you kind of put like in front of a waterfall that people post. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I just looked up some of them right now. There are some really terrible ones. I see a lot of people post those, too. There's a couple of people... That I'm not really close friends with, but I'm friends with on Facebook. That Marilyn Monroe thing, goddamn, that is the most annoying thing. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not particularly, I'm not singling you out if you're listening and you posted that. Like, in no way am I just like, oh, I'm trying to get at Jenny or whatever. I don't know. What did Jenny most- do to you? I don't, Jenny posted Marilyn, I don't know Jenny. No, but I'm just <laughs> saying, like, this isn't anyone particularly, but I mean, that goddamn Marilyn Monroe quote. <laughs> it is the dumbest. And who even knows if she even I don't know said if I've it. seen that one. I, no, it's that one, and it's like usually her like looking all independent, and and, uh-huh. it, and it always says, and some like ang- some kind of crazy girl, you know. Oh was, wow, you're calling Jenny crazy now? Again, there is no Jenny. No, and it, and it just it says that you know in all like scrawly handwriting. If you can't handle me at my worst, don't expect to see me at my best or something. Uh huh. Like, and then there are three snaps insinuated. Oh wow. Oh no, you didn't. Okay. All right, so for example, uh, an example of a pseudo-profound statement would be like, hidden meaning transforms unparalleled abstract beauty. <laughs> like bullshit like that that people post. I'm seeing another one here. What if I fall? Oh, but my darling, what if you fly? <laughs> yes. It's all those one. Yeah. Now I just want to post those on your page all the time. Oh, just do it. That's all right. All right. So, uh, so the researcher said, although the statement may seem to convey some sort of potentially profound meaning, it's just merely a collection of buzzwords put together randomly in a sentence that retains uh, syntactic structure. So bullshit, in contrast to mere nonsense, is something that implies but certainly does not contain ad- adequate meaning or truth. So uh, what they did for the study is he asked his, uh, so he and his team asked nearly 300 subjects to rate how profound these uh, similar pseudo-profound statements were. Um, like, for example, like, well-known profound statements such as, a wet person does not fear the rain. <laughs> what? I, I want to start making... Is there money in this? Oh, yeah. Really? Start stitching that shit on, like, blankets and stuff. Yeah. Or, like, hand-painting it. Awesome. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I'll work on that. You should do... You don't know what you've got till it's gone. They pave paradise and put up a parking lot. I think somebody already did that no, one. No, I'm pretty sure I just came up with pretty that. Pretty sure... 
Uh, the author said additional testing found subjects who gave uh, the bullshit statements a high rating of uh, prof- profoundness tended to be less reflective, lower in cognitive ability, and are more prone to ontological confusions, i.e. supernatural and probably things like Bigfoot. So the subjects were also most likely to hold religious and paranormal beliefs and are more likely to endorse complementary and alternative medicine. Oh, so he's calling them wild, wild-minded and hippies. I'm trying to think of some inspirational quotes. Um, stars are like our dreams. Or no, stars are like our, our, our hopes. They appear distant and far away, but in reality, they're worlds unto themselves. Oh, that's good. Yeah, there. That's good. Uh-huh. I was trying to think of one like with a like deflated ball. Like, just because the ball no longer bounces doesn't mean the air on your lugs can't fill it back to its full potential. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I was just trying. It's just... <laughs> So anyway, so there's that. Uh, so yes, if you, it, it is a study that's come out. And again, I'm not insulting <laughs> anyone, so do not think that I'm, if you're like, well, this really speaks to me. I'm very glad they speak to you. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm saying right now. Please already, don't post that Marilyn Monroe quote. God I already have a it. business opportunity that just happened here in the uh, live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live if you're a live subscriber. Alex just said, uh, Greg, if you make the quotes, I'll put them on buttons and we can split the profits. Oh, wow. There we go. I do have a story out of Port St. Lucie. It's not that exciting, but it's been a while since we talked about Port St. Lucie, and I just want any excuse to bring my favorite city in the in the United States of America up. Out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, police oh, in Florida yes. have arrested a hit-and-run suspect after she was ratted out by an unusual informant, her own car. Greg, let me tell you a little bit of background about this Port St. Lucie woman. Okay. All right. Police in Port St. Lucie say motorist Anna Preston was taken to a hospital with back injuries after she was rear-ended by a black vehicle that left the scene, bastards, without stopping. And a call came in about the same time for the automated emergency system installed in a Ford vehicle. So the automated call said the Ford had been involved in a crash and a dispatcher pressed zero to speak with the vehicle's uh, occupant. So both people were calling at the same time. Calling on each other? No, but the person who had hit and ran them, their car has the automated, like if they get into an accident, gotcha. then it automatically calls. Uh-huh. So the car called to report the accident of this <laughs> asshole hit and run woman that had done it, therefore actually incriminating her of the hit and run that she was trying That's to run awesome. away from. Uh, so the, the document claimed that she hadn't been in the accident. Her name was Kathy Bernstein. She told the dispatcher she hadn't been drinking and had no idea where the emergency assist- uh, assistance system had been activated. Uh, police visited Kathy Bernstein's home in Port St. Lucie, Florida, where they discovered her vehicle had extensive front-end damage, a deployed airbag, and the remnants of silver paint matching the car that she had hit and ran. Now, Bernstein initially claimed she had struck a tree, but then unable to explain the silver paint, she did end up eventually uh, admitting to rear-ending Preston's vehicle and fleeing the scene. So, Bernstein was arrested on a hit-and-run charge. Justice! Yes. And taken to a hospital. Um, where she encountered Preston. This was the person that she hit. Uh, Preston said that she saw her in the hospital and she just walked by and she's assuming that the person had a worse night than she did. Which is very giving after your car's been hit and run. Still nobody ever came uh, to admit to the fact that they smashed my bumper. Nobody has and I said put anything? That, I put that sign up every day. Mm, is it still up there? Do you still have the sign there? 
I forgot to put it up today, but I have the I do every time because I was whoever the did it. Tree. Whoever rear-ended your bumper in this parking lot, if they haven't admitted to it yet, they're never going to admit to it. I have my theory on who it is. It's not who you blamed. Who do you think it is? I think it's uh, the other car over there with the dinged-up bumper. The sob? Mm, yeah, I think it's a sob. Oh. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that's who I would put the blame on. They look Ooh. like they've hit quite a few bumpers before. Right, we're going to go back to uh, your deep thoughts, your profound thoughts. Yes. Uh, Alex, our beautiful friend, who, of course, is the fine proprietor of Portland Button Works here yes, in indeed. Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, <laughs> she does own a button shop, and she was saying we can have a nibbler's corner in the shop. Yes. That's too much power for you. <sighs> Think of the quotes I can make. You're not doing a very good job. I know. So I'm trying. I know. I'm. I, well, I'm on the spot right now. I have to put some profound thought into this. I thought you were an actor. I thought you were good, used to improv. <laughs> I could do this without a problem. All right. If you live in Nevada, California, I need to make you aware of uh, some creatures that might be trying to attack you. All right. So this is in Nevada. Residents of California County are being warned to steer clear of angry squirrels that have been attacking people. No. Angry squirrels. That when I uh, went to school in Pullman, Washington, at Washington State University, there were the squirrels. There were combative. They would run at you. They were terrifying. Really? Yeah. They would actually like look at you on the sidewalk, get up on their hind legs, and start bolting for you. It was scary as hell. I don't know if they still do that or not, but I mean, it was terrifying. I don't know if I'd like that. No, nobody likes it. It was very scary. Did you to kick have- them? No, I would not kick them. They wouldn't get like too close, but they'd come running at you and kind of scream and run away. Huh. Well, the Marin County Humane Society says a string of squirrel attacks have been reported during the past two and a half weeks near an intersection in Nevada, California. Uh, so the Humane Society said in a statement, the attacks are described as a squirrel suddenly running up to the victims, crawling up their bodies and biting them in various areas. Ew. The group said that at least eight people have sustained injuries from the angry squirrels so far, including on their hands, arms, legs, and head. Ah. <sighs> At least one of the victims required a trip to the emergency room. I'm assuming it might be the head one. Uh, there have also been reported instances in which squirrels have jumped out of trees and fallen onto victims' heads. Oh, my gosh. Now, most of the attacks have been centered on an intersection one block away from Pleasant Valley Elementary School, where an invading squirrel bit a student as well as a second-grade teacher last month. Now, it is being said that the Humane Society is saying it's very unusual for squirrels to behave as such. Uh, they said that all the incidents may have been the work of not a bunch of squirrels, but maybe just one single aggressive squirrel. Who <laughs> just just hates one, the world. one squirrel <laughs> who hates the world? Is that what? And the department does say that rabies <laughs> are extremely rare in squirrels, but the victims are treated with anti-rabies medication just in case. Just one single angry, aggressive squirrel <laughs> who hates the world. One squirrel. What happened to this squirrel? I don't know. What do you know. think made him so mad? I don't know, but that's like eight people mad. Well, eight, and then there was two more. It's just a pissed off squirrel. That is an angry squirrel. It's a squirrel fighting back. What if they all fought back? Ugh. We'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, the ones in Pullman, like they'd charge at you and then they'd bark. You know, like a squirrel mm-hmm. bark. Yeah. Like, uh huh. Yeah, they were so How scary. How did that go again? <laughs> okay, all right. That's what they do, and they make the noise and start running toward you. I'd be like, ah! <laughs> Even grown men, like everyone was afraid of the squirrels. I wonder, I know that our pal Loki lives in Pullman still. So I wonder if. They still do that. Like they were know. notorious. They they had no fear of humans. Man, and that's the scariest kind of squirrel. And they haven't found this squirrel yet. Mm-mm. He's been on his terror rampage for two and a half weeks. Damn. 
All right. And finally, I have this story out of Wenatchee, Washington. Wenatchee. Yes, that's the name of the town. All right. I'm just going to read this first sentence. I need you to absorb it. Okay. All right. A methamphetamine user who shot himself in the scrotum as he fought off imaginary Mexicans has received a 30-month prison sentence for drugs and weapons charges. Sorry, can you say that one more time? A methamphetamine user who shot himself in the scrotum as he fought off imaginary Mexicans received a 30-month prison sentence for drug and weapons charges. Let me give you a little story. (laughs) Yes, please do. About a man named Martin Hoyer. Martin Hoyer, Wenatchee, Washington resident, 48 years young, has been sentenced after pleading guilty to charges of meth possession and an unlawful possession of a firearm. Uh, Hoyer has previous criminal convictions, so it was barred. No. Yeah. (laughs) And so he was, in fact, barred from owning the revolver with which he eventually wounded himself with. So Hoyer, this this, uh, this happened in, uh, he was just tried and got punished for this, but this happened back in September 13th. This happened on September 13th, in which Hoyer allegedly threatened a neighbor uh, with a gun in his apartment complex. Now, Hoyer, who admitted to smoking meth for two days straight without sleeping before his arrest, told investigators that he was listening through the air vents as, quote, a bunch of Mexicans and white guys, end quote, plotted with his next-door neighbor to come into his apartment and rob him. Oh, no! Again, no sleep two days of meth. (laughs) The neighbor then told police that Hoyer was standing outside of her apartment and threatened to shoot her. Then he stopped threatening her and returned to his o- to his own apartment. Hoyer told Wenatchee police, after they were called to his residence, that he saw Mexicans in the trees <laughs> waiting to attack him outside of his apartment building. And he said that two more Mexicans went to a Boy, second neighbor's apartment downstairs. Really has a thing about Mexicans. He said that he went downstairs to his neighbor's apartment with his pistol and his waistband to save her from the Mexicans in the trees. <laughs> Is it like that scene in A Christmas Story where, um, you know, he's pretending that he's saving the family with his Red Rider BB gun? They're all jumping over the fences and I all the bad guys. I think that's exactly it. Yeah. I think that Only for him, it's Mexicans it's, that are attacking I think it's him. the Mexicans. Okay. So, right. uh, so, of course, so he shoved the gun into his waistband. Yes, which is the which smart is thing the to do. the smartest place to yeah. keep it. Gun mm-hmm. holster to shun schmolster. Like, yep. Right down over your waistband, pointing right at your penis. I mean, when you're fighting off Mexicans in trees, I mean, yes, it's, come on, it's what very are you terrifying. Do? Well, uh, so he did have the gun in his waistband, and the firearm went off when he tried to kick down the neighbor's door because, of course, he was trying to save her. The 45 caliber bullet. <laughs> this was after he threatened to shoot her, right? After this was, so there was a next door neighbor that was plotting with the Mexicans and a couple white men right. to rob him. Mm-hmm. So then he confronted her. Then he went downstairs to warn his other neighbor oh, about the Mexicans. Gotcha. And, <laughs> and that's when he was trying to warn her. Uh, she clearly wasn't taking his advice, so he had to kick in the door. That's when the forty-five caliber bullet lodged itself into Hoyer's scrotal region after ricocheting off of his hip joint. Well, Hoyer had two prior convictions for theft, one for coke possession, one attempted drug sale, and one for first-degree armed robbery. Uh, so he could be serving as much as little as two years and as much as 34 months for his... Crazy crime. Shooting himself in mm-hmm. the scrotum. <laughs> when I banana. There you go, my friends. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. Never be ashamed to cry, Sarah. It just means your heart is overflowing with love. 
Yeah, I don't want love water coming out of my eyes. No, see, that's a good one, though. Somebody would wear that. That wasn't. Never be ashamed to cry. It was too long and too wordy, and I actually had to think about it. Like, they're supposed to be so profoundly stupid. When we cry, it it means our heart is overflowing with love. I think it would work. That's not even, that's not, like, catchy. That's just, like, a boring sentence. That's... I don't think you know what you're talking about. It means about. your heart is overflowing with love. Yeah. that's Well, that's the, that's the kind of dumb stuff that would work. No. Uh, fine. I'll come up with some other ones. Yeah. Just come up with something decent, at least. <laughs> All right. I'll come up with some more. All right. Let's do some, uh, let's do some ball talk. Balls to the wall. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, sir, we got a little little potpourri of balls. A little smattering. A little of this, a little of that. Okay. First up, we've got uh, this. The NFL could be changing very soon. So teams are going to vote on January 12th and 13th. On possibly relocating teams to Los Angeles. Right now, L.A. does not have a football team. They haven't had one in like 20 years since the Raiders were there. Maybe more than 20 years. But there's a strong possibility two teams could be relocating from their current locations. Oh, my goodness. The Raiders, which are in Oakland. The San Diego Chargers and the St. Louis Rams. Two of those three will probably be moving to L.A. this year. Wow. Yep. Yep. That's a, that's a, lot, a lot of football going on there. A lot there. of heartbroken people there. Also, moving on, we've got some NFL news here at the top. Uh, I do have this. Last night, uh, well, this week, there's been some really, uh, really amazing losses by teams. So on Monday night, the Cleveland Browns, I believe it was Monday night, uh, managed to completely lose a game at the last second by trying to kick a field goal, having it blocked. And the other team ran it back for a touchdown. Oi. That is, uh, it, there's some amazing videos of that that I, it wouldn't do much I good. don't want to watch any videos anyway. You just want to watch everybody crying. Oh, there's a video that's shot from the stands of the Cleveland Browns fans as they watch their team just completely fuck it up. And uh, there's this guy, <laughs> this guy starts tearing his jersey off. He's, he was so mad, he ripped his jersey in two and threw it on the ground. His Cleveland Browns jersey. Wow. It's pretty amazing. I bet he cut it beforehand. I don't know. Uh, they showed the video. He looked pretty. Angry? He was pretty bad. He was got pretty into, mad. You got into Hulk smash mode? You got into Hulk smash mode. Um, also, last night, we have this. Some upsetting news for some people in the chat because Keelan King's Detroit Lions managed to lose a game after they pretty much had it won uh, with a last second Hail Mary touchdown. They totally cooked it. Mm. Completely cooked it. I actually had that written down. That was because <laughs> they, they cooked it. I'm sorry for stealing your thunder, Greg. <laughs> it's okay because that's what it is. Um, so the, at the uh, last play, there was no time left on the clock, but the Packers had one last play. Aaron Rodgers threw it 60 yards into the end zone for a touchdown. When everybody knew that's what he was doing, but no Detroit Lions player covered this one, the one guy in the end zone. And they won the game. So Keelan King's Detroit Lions suffering a loss at home. Uh, I do have this, though, just to kind of make up for it a little bit. I did, I did find a Detroit Lions fan song. Steaks in the beer taste great. Wearing my team here because I 
apparently the best Detroit has to offer. But the party was here As we walk in 14 The Lions kick off with the good time spoil I, appear, I, I hear that everybody sings this in Michigan. Wasting away again another season of Lions football all right, that's yep. There it is. So that's a Detroit favorite Lions song right there. That was for all of our fans. And uh, once again, apologies to. I thought that that was Keelan's ringtone. It might be. Yeah, I don't know if D still has that one or not. But if you see Keelan today, give him a hug because Keelan King's Detroit Lions did not do well. All right, moving on to ball talk. They have announced who is going to be the halftime performer at the Super Bowl, Sarah. Any guesses? Taylor Swift. No. Really? Not Taylor Swift. Is it a guy or girl? It's... A group? A group. One Direction. No, that would be terrible. This I thought this one was pretty bad, but that would be even worse. Um, a group. Um, I'd... Is it like a, a man group? Woman group? Mixed? Man, man group. Man group. Fuck, I don't know any man groups now. Is it like the new... Like, no. They're, they're pretty big. on the big. block? No, it's not. Boys? No, it is not. New Kids on the Block NSYNC? or Backstreet. No, it is not. In Sync. Boys to Men. No, that would be okay. I would be all right with Boys to Men. Um, I don't know. You're not gonna guess it. It is Coldplay. Coldplay is Ew. going to be the Super Bowl halftime performance. I know. Is everyone just gonna cry and hold each other? I think so. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, they're new. I will. I will say this. I know you probably haven't heard their, their new song is actually pretty catchy. I have not heard their new song. It's 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 upbeat. <laughs> not O Town. Somebody suggested O Town was. O Town. <laughs> is it Crazy Town? No, that guy died. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. The Crazy Town guy. No, but come, my lady, touring. come, come, my lady. They're you're touring. my butterfly. Are you sure Sugar, he died? I should never do that again. I can't believe I just did that. Yeah. No. Yeah, he did. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure. Lead singer. Looks like they're carrying on without him. Yeah, because they're like coming through town. Are you sure? Yeah. Also, R.I.P. Scott Weiland. That sucks. Yeah. But anyway, none of them are associated with what's going on. Coldplay is going to be the halftime performer. That just seems boring to me. But I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe that. Maybe this will work out. And now you're actively looking up whether the guy from Crazy Town. Yeah, I'm. He's not dead. I'm. What? He's not. He's not dead. No, he is alive. They're touring. I was going to tell you that. Yes. He's not fucking dead, dude. I th- I th- this is the most anyone has ever spent ever looking up crazy town stuff. Uh, no. I thought... What? Nope. Are you sure? Because I, I saw somebody like angrily posting on Facebook the other day, like, do not go see motherfucking crazy town when they're... Oh. Well, I guess I was wrong. Never mind. Welcome back. God, I should have taken a bet. That's the bet. That's the bet. That's no, the bet. it's too That's late. No, 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 no. God damn it. Oh, well. I bet you that he's alive. He's still around, but Scott Weiland isn't. Okay. Anyway, uh, moving on to ball talk. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was true. I, Whoops. I guess we won't be getting that interview. Not that we were clamoring for that interview. Um, here's something disturbing. So the Olympics are happening next year, Sarah. The Olympics where teams, you know, countries gather from around the world and compete in sporting games. It's taking place in Rio de Janeiro, in Brazil, 
And there is a big, big problem with it because it is so polluted, they're not sure if they're going to be able to do anything, uh, any of the games, any water water games. Mm. So what's happening is this. The bay where Rio de Janeiro is, that's where they dump all of their raw sewage. Oh, and it's so bad that earlier in August, so teams have been going down there, you know, like the canoeing teams and sailing teams and all that stuff, uh, anything that takes place in the water, were, have been down there practicing. Uh, there was a German in, uh, this was in August, that was swimming out there and contracted MRSA just from swimming in the water. Oh my God. That's a flesh-eating bacteria. So he had to go back. He had to go back to Germany and be treated for that. And it's so bad. They said that parts of it, parts of the sewage levels of the bay there, are up to 1.7 million times what would be considered highly alarming in the U.S. or Europe. That's how bad it is. Okay. 1.7 million. They're basically swimming in feces. And Brazil has been saying that they're going to clean it up. That they're working on it. And uh, the AP actually just did another test, and they said it has not changed at all. It is still absolutely awful. Like, you're not even supposed to touch the water. Oh. It's so bad. It's like the bog of eternal stench. Again, labyrinth references. I, I didn't even think that you'd get that one. I'm impressed. I know what the eternal bog of stench is. The bog of eternal stench. Yes. Uh, they said that athletes who ingest three teaspoons of water, which if you're swimming in it, you're going to ingest some water, have a 99% chance of being infected by viruses. Just being in the water, you're instantly infected. So it'll be interesting to see how they work that out before the Olympics. Here we go. Uh, moving on to ball talk. College football, Sarah. It's a thing. It happens. Really? Yep. Uh, there's a couple of news of this, and then I am going to make my predictions, which I do make every oh, week. Oh, thank here. God! I was so nervous that you weren't going to do that. I know. I know. The Navy, Navy football, is going to be competing this weekend, and uh, I believe they are playing Army. But they actually have some pretty badass helmets. I know this is a radio show, so I can't really explain it. But uh, look up Navy's football helmets. They've got five different versions depending on what position they play, and they're all featuring uh, aircraft carriers or destroyers, uh, like different ships on the sides of the helmets. Oh, they're cool. pretty. They're pretty cool, to be honest. Uh, so look those. Are up. they like mothballed ones too? Um, I I don't I don't know. That would be cool if my dad's if the ship my dad was. I, di- I didn't look up to see if your dad's ship was one well, of them. Well, you probably I mean, should have. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It's possible that wasn't. My first thought, but that is that is something that, that could could be happening. Uh, moving on to ball talk. The Fiesta Bowl, which is one of the big bowls that happens on January 2nd, is going to have a new title sponsor this year. Instead of Tostitos, it's going to be Battle Frog. The Battle Frog Fiesta Bowl. What is, what, what is that? I didn't know what it was either. It, it's a, apparently, it's an obstacle race and outdoor fitness event. That's big enough to sponsor a bowl game. I have never heard of that. You know? I mean, I've heard of like uh, what's the m- mud mud run mud. Oh, the mud like mud run. Yeah, whatever. Mudder something. I don't but know. Tough mudder. Tough mudder. Yeah, yeah, there we go. There's that, and there's different kinds of things like that. Battle frog, I guess, is one of them. Then it makes enough money because that was probably. I'm gonna guess. I didn't actually see. I'm gonna guess. I mean, it's millions for sure. 
to sponsor this thing. But Battle Frog apparently has enough money that they're sponsoring the Fiesta Bowl now. Uh, so there you go. Battle Frog Fiesta Bowl. And Sarah, it is time for me to get to what everybody's been waiting for. Yes, with bated breath they've been waiting. And that is, I need to make my predictions on the college football teams, uh, on three college games that are going to be happening this weekend. Now, people clamor for this. People get excited. I'm almost always 100% correct on my guesses, and that's why I think... I'm pretty sure I've been influencing like Vegas like bookies and, and odds makers and stuff like that because they wait until until this happens. And Sarah, I'm going to give you the uh, favor of picking one one game this week. Something new and different. I'm, I'm the honor. Very honored. You you should be. Mm-hmm. First up, Sarah, we're going straight to the Big Ten Championship. Yes, it's Michigan State, the Spartans, eleven and one. Against Iowa. The Hawkeyes. You have an Iowa shirt, but you don't know what it means. I lost it. I don't know where it is, actually. It's taking place in Indianapolis. Neutral ground, if you will. Michigan State rolling in. The winner of this game could go to the college football playoffs. Number four, number five. Hawkeyes. That wasn't really a hawk sound. Against the Spartans. They're green. They have green uniforms. From Michigan. State rolling in there, boy. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough game, sir. It's gonna be a tough game. It's gonna be a tough game. But I'll tell you what, you know who's gonna win? Sorry, Iowa. You now have a loss. Michigan State Spartans will beat the Iowa Hawkeyes in the Big Ten Championship. There's the first one. Are there Let's only like down. six games going down. on? Let's knock them down. Um, no, there's more games than that, but these are the important ones. Okay, gotcha. All right, pick your oh second boy. one. Oh, boy. I'm getting a feeling here. I'm getting a feeling. We're going to go... <sighs> number 22, Temple, against number 19, Houston. Houston Cougars. Temple Owls. They're owls. That's their uh, That's their mascot. Temple, I think it's in... Uh, I think it's in Philadelphia or something. Houston, that's in Texas. I know that part. Phi Slamma Jamma was University of Houston's basketball team. That was the nickname in the early 80s. Clyde Drexler and Hakeem Olajuwon. Some other guy. Temple. Don't know much about him. Owl, so I think I already said that. Taking place in Houston. Number 19, Houston. Number 22, Temple. Sarah, the winner will be the Houston Cougars. Houston Cougars will win that match. Very dangerous of you to pick that. Yep. Houston. Michigan State so far. Sarah, hit me with one. Hit me. All right. I want to go with uh, number 10, North Carolina versus number one, Clemson. Boring. Actually, it's not because it's uh, North Carolina's 11 and 1, Clemson's 12 and 0, but North Carolina is going to be playing in their own stadium. All right. Okay. So are they going to be 12 and 1, or is Clemson mm-hmm. going to be 12 and 1? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Clemson, yeah, they've been number one the whole, the whole season long. Clemson Tigers against the North Carolina Tar Heels. They're tar heels. <sighs> Boy, this is a tough one here, Sarah. Clemson Tigers, you know, they got a little like a paw print on the side of their helmets. North Carolina's got an NC. NC for North Carolina. Taking place in Charlotte. That's where this match is going to happen. Michael Jordan went to North Carolina. Okay. He didn't play football there, though. He played basketball. Clemson, I don't really know what they did. I know it's in South Carolina, 
The winner of this match will be... An upset. North Carolina is going to upset Clemson. North Carolina is going to set the world aflame and upset the Clemson Tigers. North Carolina will be your winner. That's a big, big time upset call I just made. Yeah, you're very bold. Okay, I just want you to know that. Okay. North Carolina. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, really quick though. Go Timbers. Timbers taking on Columbus on Sunday for the Major League Soccer Championship. Or the MLS. That's what Major League Soccer is. Just letting people know. It's an abbreviation. Portland Timbers. Wish me luck on my big audition on Monday. Good good luck to your audition. Yeah, yeah, thanks. That felt really genuine. Um, You know, I wish you the best. Do you? Do you? Yeah. Okay. Just remember to glare at people and call them names under your breath. That's the most important thing. Can I just make up an agency that represents me? Uh, I suppose you could. That'd be Sarah kind of strange. Acting and lead. then what, you're going to put your own phone number and then just answer differently when they call, like, Hello, this is Sarah's agency. <laughs> Hello, this is Penelope. And oh, I'm I'm Sarah's assistant. Oh, she didn't get it. Okay, They're not going to call you if you know. don't get it. Oh. They only call you if you get it. Awesome. So, I'm- Penelope, that's your. Uh- mm-hmm. Okay. December tenth at the Landmark Saloon, Small Town Brewery is presenting. Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. Yes. Thursday, December 10th. We'd love to see you out there. This is our last event of the year. Um, yeah, come hang out with us. Heated patio, amazing drinks. Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. We hope you can make it. It would mean yes. a lot. It would be awesome. Uh, come down there. It's going to be so much fun. Mm. So that's December 10th, next Thursday at the Landmark Saloon. Um, brought to you by Small Town Brewery, not your father's ginger ale, which is going to be delicious. It's going to be great. Okay. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Coming up at 5.30 p.m. today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, Drive Time at the Drive-In, Aaron Duran is going to be playing, I kid you not, a soundtrack to the Enchanted Forest. Enchanted Forest is this crazy theme park thing it's here in Oregon. Creepy, run-down, amazingly beautiful theme it's, park. It's awesome. Off of I-5 here in Oregon. It is... Just look it up. It's there's. It's so weird and so beautiful. And apparently they have a soundtrack now, and Aaron is going to be playing it today. 5.30, right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. So tune in if you're a subscriber. If you're not, subscribe. Six ninety nine. The first month is free. And you can uh, listen to that right here. Awesome. Yay. All right. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.